I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hello, family. Thank you for tuning in for today's what's going to be a very, very special, life-changing, I'm sure for many of you, episode of Live Your Best Life with, of course, Mila's right, and my special guests joining me for today's conversation, honestly, are two of the most authentic leaders in the body of Christ. They and their family live what they teach. They spend their lives literally pouring out as leaders, senior leaders in the Bethel community in Reading in California, one of my happy places in the world, as you all know. They just pour out and open themselves up and live such a vulnerable life, modeling what it looks like for us to live in intimacy with Jesus, to have him come into our lives, even in the most excruciatingly difficult situations. And that's what I'm going to be talking with them about today, a crisis in their lives that turned into a testimony of Jesus that literally gives hope to people and keys of wisdom to people all over the world because of what they've lived and so it's my joy and my honor to have joining me for today's conversation, Heather and Ben Armstrong. Welcome. Thanks. So good to be with you. Such Liz. an honor. Yes. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah. Yeah, so am I. So am I. And I, like we said before, when we were talking about today's conversation, this conversation is so important um, because you know, as many of you will know out there, um, this, the divorce statistics in the church are as high as they are outside of the church. And so we are all in need of help. Everybody, wherever they're at, whether you're in a crisis in your relationship or whether you just need keys to reinvigorate your relationship and to get into a, a, a place where you're stronger together, this is the couple to talk to. Can I ask you to share with people that don't know your story, what happened to you? Yes. You want to kick us off? Sure. Um, we had recently moved back to Reading. Uh, we've been here for three years and been um, had gotten a position here at the School of Ministries, Revival Group Pastor, and I had a um, new photography business just starting. And so I was, and we have three kids as well. So just kind of, I don't know, establishing a new normal in our in our family and. Um, he was doing revival group pastoring and I just, it was his thing. I just, I feel like I kind of separated myself. If you look back at it in a moment, I just thought, oh, he's, he's doing his, I'm doing mine. And so um, if I, you know, was to see it now, I'm like, oh, wow, we really weren't connected in our individual things that we were doing, but it's what we yeah. need to do. Mm -hmm. And so um, we get going into ministry and, and I had an affair. Yes. And that's, <laughs> I just throw that out there. Everyone's like, what is this? What are we talking about? Let's just be real right up front. And, and came to Heather and, and told her what was going on. And yeah, that was, that was horrible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Felt like something was going on um, for sure. And I had questioned him. I had asked like, 
feel like this is just too much. There's, it just doesn't feel right. And he never, you know, de denied it all. That's not true, you know. And but I was like, wow, I am crazy. Like I literally felt so crazy. So then, when he did tell me everything, it was such a, I mean, there was such a relief of sorts in my heart, just because I was like, I'm not crazy, you know. I do there that was there and so in that moment then he had to you know I said tell me you know what had happened and um he had had his dad get the kids and I'm like go get the kids you know um meanwhile I think this this everything's over like my marriage is over my relationship with my kids will never be the same of course ministry's over mm -hmm. and just just everything like this is I've blown up every portion of my life that I could possibly blow up and and so I go get the kids and come back and in that in that moment in that space I just really I was like Lord what do I do you know like there was just like what what do you you know I can just what do I do and I just really felt like the Holy Spirit said I'll partner with you in in championing you to to you know build back your marriage or to you know restore the marriage and so I in my mm -hmm. heart Beginning, I was like, okay, it's we're gonna work this out. Like I, my stake is in the ground. We're gonna work this out. And of course, then all the waves of things come. We had to, you know, tell the school, um, all the leaders. It just there was just a lot of waves, but there was a good stake in the ground. Like, no, you're gonna stay with it. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna work this out. And in the meantime, he was working, you know, as well working on himself. So I knew he was okay owning this, and it wasn't just like. I'm going to say sorry and then we're going to be fine. And so no, I was in full-time counseling two two times a week. Um one individual just working on me and then one together with Heather uh and that that was regular for So we're working on quite it a while. and to lead up to the point where you you know I think that really was significant in all of this is that I mean it's getting hard. I mean we're like let's say we're 2 months in and I'm gonna make tacos for dinner usually for whatever reason it hit hardest at five like 5 p.m but the emotions would just be like I'm, I'm over this I don't want to do this anymore like there would just be so much around five I don't know why but five and so it's dinner time and of course going to make tacos we don't have taco seasoning we only have <laughs> cinnamon that's this close in color as taco seasoning and um so I'm like okay I need you to go to the store so that we can, you know, do this. So he's like, I'll run to the store. And in the meantime, I'm just, I'm really fighting a lot of like, this is just way too much. Like I, I just, I think I'm in over my head and, um, and you're thinking I can just be done with this. Like, yeah. Like, and so he's gone, kids are playing and I'm like, I'll just work on some emails while I, until he gets back. Well, I get an email from somebody and it was, you know, you should leave him. There's no way you should stay. I can't believe you're even this far into staying. And I, I mean, it was basically like, yep, you should do it. And then I just, I heard Holy Spirit say, I choose us. Like I heard the phrase, I choose us. I choose us. I choose us. It, I mean, it's, it's like four wow. years later, but I was like, it just broke something in the spirit just broke in that like no 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 i choose us i choose us i choose us we're gonna make tacos for dinner and i'm gonna choose <laughs> us i'm not gonna leave we're, we're you know i'm gonna choose us and so i think that gave wow. 
just such an anchoring point to to sticking with it and to trusting and to leaning into Holy Spirit because it was at that, you know, that's such a pivotal cross point where, I mean, okay, here's the rubber meets the road. Like this is yeah. where I'm in. And so as just this, you know, the story unfolded and just our journey through it all in those moments of wanting to give up, it was like, no, I choose us. I choose us. I choose us. And that would break. So that was the huge anchor. Yeah. In yeah, that was that was what brought me to tears. It yeah. was that one phrase when Holy Spirit said, I choose us. And so you it gave you that foundation, like you say, that anchor to stand yeah. on somewhere to stand on in the midst of massive pain and overwhelm and thinking like you said, you know, it was too hard, yeah. basically too hard. So for people who are going through this right now or, you know, varying degrees of their relationship yeah. derailing. What did you do first? Did you put values in? Did you have a roadmap together? How, what, how did you do deal with it at the beginning? Well, the first thing we did when she let me stay at the house, I mean, even that was a, a big deal. Yeah. I think the number one thing is if anyone has made a mess in their in their marriage or are contemplating making a mess, like I, I, I hope that our story is the warning that says, yeah, I think we're disconnected too. And I could go down a road. Um, I think for, for us, our number one thing was me owning a hundred percent of Ben Armstrong. And mm -hmm. that means owning a hundred percent of the mess that I created, not placing blame, not making excuses, but owning me and then going to work on me. And then number two was continuing to pursue my wife the whole time. And even in the disconnection, I think um, I was, yeah, I, I was always, I wanted a great marriage. I wanted, I wanted that great marriage. It just wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And I, I was willing to do the hard work to pursue my wife and she was willing to actually stick and stay long enough for me to to do that hard work yeah. and and in him and in him doing you know obviously we're meeting with counselors there was an ownership in me like okay I didn't make the choice but there was such a disconnection in our relationship that I I wanted help too like I was like yeah. I have to be able to to be the wife that I'm called to be. I want to be the wife that is, that stands by his side and, and isn't full, you know, partnership to the degree in ministry that I needed to be not, Oh, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. And so just in childhood and being the firstborn, I never needed, I wasn't, I just didn't really need. And so it brought me to my knees of needing, <laughs> needing Jesus. It, it, it really, okay, it's not just your own. It's, it's, it's being connected here. It's fully connecting here. And so I think setting mm. that up to, to really connect and find that connection and mm. lean into Holy Spirit. What is he saying about this? What, what should we do about this with, even with the mm. kids, there was so many moments, you know, she, the girl that he had the affair with was a part of, you know, just, babysitting and different things so our, our my kids our kids knew her 
And so there was a level of, you know, working through, through all of that with them. And, um, a lot of it was Holy spirit, yeah. you know, just, they were, you yeah. know, I think the brilliance of Heather really in in this process was, you know, I couldn't control her response. I thought I ruined my marriage. So all I could do was like, how do I become the ex-husband that I'm supposed to be? Um, That's my thoughts at the beginning. Like, how do I be the, the dad who failed but is still present for his children? Like, how do I become the man that I was always supposed to be? And that's my, I can only control me. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's the fruit of the Holy Spirit, self-control. I can only control me. I can't control Heather's response to me, my children's response to me, um, my job's response to me. All I can tr- control is me. But the beauty of that was by me fully owning me, Heather began to say, well, I'm going to look at me too. And she was, she didn't need to point the fingers at me because I was pointing all the fingers at myself. Oh, but you know? sometimes I did. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Super version, you guys. And and the super like 14 years removed from a lot mm. of the pain and excruciating. Yeah. You know, this took years of a process. Yes. It wasn't yeah. just overnight and doesn't, it, it wasn't as shiny as it, no. It sounds right now, but that's what God does with the story, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things that you said that I just think is massive is the connection, that you'd lost connection. Mm. And I know from the communications we get into the ministry, people don't know how to do connection quite largely. How do you connect? It's massive. Will you speak into that a little bit? Like, what did you guys learn on the journey? How did you, I mean, you obviously have a great connection now, you know, to, can you, can you help us in this area? Cause I know it's huge in the body of Christ. I mean, and so in that time frame, we, I mean, I think a lot of what we did was comparison. Like we were really into, well, you know, we do all of this and we're here and we're, our kids are, so there was this level of comparison. So it made it feel like we were connected, but we yeah. really weren't. We'd say, well, we don't do that. So we're obviously connected. It was pretty much ignoring the voice of Holy Spirit mm-hmm. by comparing with other people. I think we just got to start by being honest with ourselves. This connection is disconnection. Whether or not you're you think you're more connected than someone else, it doesn't matter. What's what's true in your heart is important. And then we went and got tools. Yeah we got help we were in uh love after marriage at the coincidingly with when everything came out and so that really did give us some tools to communicate to connect and just even you know fast forward to three years ago we did connection codes and so it's always Mm. there's always seasons where you just need to just sharpen your tool belt or your you know your tools are a little rusty you need to get them you know get get some new ones and so yeah always been that but knowing that okay, we need, what does, what does connection look like for us? And yeah, yeah. Walks, spending time together, having devotions together, you know, with our kids involving them, because they were all young at the time doing, you know, we would have soaking times together just so that we, what is Jesus saying to you? What are you hearing God say to you? Especially, you know, our oldest son, he was, it was a really, really tender time for him to walk through. He was in fifth grade, just 
a lot of vulnerability there. And so just being very present and being aware of not only just what, for me, what I was walking through, but the kids a lot uh, as well. And yeah. so connection on that during that time, especially because I was so torn, it took a lot of intentionality and just, okay, I am choosing us. I am choosing us because it was really hard walking through that for me to go, I'm disconnected to you, you know? Yeah, 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 of course. So yeah. Rebuilding in a way like, okay, I fell in love with him because of all these things. And so definitely revisiting some of those first dates, doing some of the, you know, just little things that we enjoyed I had to together. pursue her too. And, and we had to renew pursuit. Right. As mm -hmm. well. I think what a, a bunch of the stuff that is kind of, especially in the church world, uh, for a long time, we thought counseling was for broken people. And I, and, and like, well, we're okay. We don't need counseling. We're not at that level yet. I'm just telling everyone out there, you need counseling. I mean, counseling is healthy yeah. for healthy people to stay healthy. And it's mm. healthy to get outside perspective and outside feedback in your life. And I, mm. I'd say if any of you are watching and you're like, yeah, I'm kind of disconnected. Counseling. I mean, mm. go get some counseling. Go do a marriage course. Go do connection. Some kind of connection thing that will help you. I, I, I know, especially guys can kind of get, get stuck in this mode of like, I'm a man. I'm good. I don't need to do anything. I can take care of everything myself. And I'm like, yeah, that's not true. That's, mm -hmm. that's just, it's not healthy. It's not healthy for our marriages. And really, what are we trying to perpetuate for the next generation? And that, that means we're actually creating heritage here. And I had to do a ton of work. I was in a real heavy work season, probably for at least three years straight um of of really pursuing really working hard and actually owning a bunch of her emotions because i created a bunch of that mess and i had to take some of that even though You're some trying. of it oh sorry <laughs> i'm kind of trying to face you love <laughs> it's so good what you're saying van because it's it's reframing for us isn't it counseling yeah. it's actually emotional intelligence it's development and investing in yourself and it's the wisest thing you can do and I love what you said then Heather like it's legacy we're creating legacy what future are we creating for our children yeah. you know uh, the more we invest in ourselves and our family and we become more emotionally astute and better communicators everybody benefits don't they you're just making a stronger family unit and and in improving your capacity for relationship right across the board, not just with each other, yeah. you know, and, and I loved, I, I love something else that you said as well, how you had to work at being so present, being very present so that you could be connected and in the moment and paying attention to what your kids were saying, what yeah. was going on inside of them. So nobody ended up isolated in the process. Yeah. It's just, it's massive. It's so important, isn't it? And I just think if we can, if we can get healthy in the body of Christ in this one area of how do we remain connected to each other? How do we prioritize that? And, and like you said as well, in the busyness of life, when you're doing things together in common, it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, when you're busy in life, 
as a couple, it doesn't mean you're connected. You can be a million miles away from each other, can't you, in your internal worlds and pursuing your lives separately, but with on shared ground, so to speak. It's just, it's a, it's a world away from connection, isn't it? And with everyone that has children, I would say you may, you may think they don't notice your disconnection, but your children actually notice the disconnection probably more than you notice it um, wow. because they're on the outside looking in. And so we, we want health for our children yeah. and connection mm -hmm. for our children is going to be vital. And men, we're great with, uh, hey, I'm going to, I've got uh, golf lessons. I've got, you know, I've got my coach over here in basketball or whatever in sports. But if you want to be excellent in anything, you need a coach. And so think of counseling as your, your marriage coaching. You're getting coaching for your marriage. You're getting coaching for how, how to raise your children, how to be connected with them even. And then the overflow of our connection turned into all of the tools that we got for each other actually helped us to connect with our children, help, helped us yeah. recognize their needs, helped us recognize how they receive themselves and been able to minister to them. Yes. So powerful. It's just so inspirational listening to both of you. So did you um, start, did you find that as you connected, as you became more self-aware, you know, did you start to support each other and trust each other because of the investment you were each making? Did it just, did you, did you start to notice that there was, ah, there's trust. Ah, my heart is actually starting to rest here and come alive again. And yes, he uh, was, you know, obviously in the thick of photography. And so for those, I, I think around two or three years, he was my second shooter. <laughs> really so that was a really good way of building trust also just because you know a wedding is such a big day and yeah. so I really had it was I think when I look at it now there was such a parallel of the trust being built that he had my back in those spaces and then he was aware of what we needed to capture at those days on those weddings and so the parallel of oh he he's going to capture my heart. He is coming alongside to support me in in ways that I need support. And so it was a, a beautiful two to I mean probably more three years yeah. of um, just that building. And there was you're like oh I'm good now I'm good. I mean we're here I I I can feel our hearts are connected. And even just with our kids you could tell that they could see that as well. And so I think that was a big sign of, oh, mom and dad are back, you know. Wow. The more, the more investment we had in our connection, mm -hmm. the more it actually translated to, to a little more trust, mm -hmm. a little yeah. more trust. And I, yeah. I always say this, uh, forgiveness is, is, is one of those things we we give at the very beginning or whenever it's like, okay, we say I forgive you, but why does it feel like I don't trust you? Forgiveness and trust are two different things. Ooh, that's good. That's forgiveness, important. Forgiveness is given. Mm -hmm. Trust is earned. Mm, and, yeah. and so that was a big thing that, you know, just because she forgave me doesn't mean I had her trust. So I have to invest. I have to go her way yeah. to reprove trust. 
And she wasn't just going to give trust, like, here's an open door to everything in my heart again, right away. And so some of us, we're, we're mistaking forgiveness for and trust, and we're trying to make them the same thing. They are not the same thing. So if you've created a huge mess, you may be forgiven, but you're going to have to work really, really hard on restoring trust. And, and within, we also have to give permission for whoever was the victim of, of the mess we created to have an opportunity to say, okay, here's a little trust. And us be okay with just getting a little at a time. Yeah. And so we we worked that. Yeah. So important. So important. And also the other thing that impacts me when you both share is your vulnerability, the courage and the bravery to walk this out in yeah. in a quite a public setting. Yes. You know, with a lot of people impacted. And to have to do that, it must have been excruciating at times and taken huge courage. But the vulnerability just shows the power, literally, of vulnerability, doesn't it, to restore. Uh, that anchor. I choose us. I choose us. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Just massive. Could I ask you both, would you pray for people who are struggling? Yes. Jesus, we just thank you for restoration. We thank you for courage. We thank you for the covenant of marriage. And I just release um, restoration over any marriage that needs restored. I just release courage over anything that needs to be that needs to come out to bring restoration and that there would be just a connection of heart and Holy spirit that, that you would give these couples anchors in um, being able to go forward in their marriage with such strength and connection and um, longevity in Jesus name. Yeah. And for those that are, that are concerned and are thinking, I, I, I just can't, I can't tell the truth. I can't bring out the truth because there's no way I come back from this. God would our story give them courage to actually fight for the connection that they were always meant to have, that God is your plan for marriage, your plan for covenant. And for those who, you know, haven't haven't even made a mistake really yet or or chosen sin or chosen some other place to get their needs met. God, we pray that you would reveal uh, in their own hearts the places of disconnection and that, God, you would begin to network them with resources to help them get the connection that you desire for them in their relationship and their whole family, and that this would be transformative. And God, for everyone who says, you know, this is uh, not redeemable, God, would you get your full reward for what you paid for on the cross, Jesus Christ, in our marriages, in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Amen. Wow. I feel the presence of the Lord really strongly. Wow. Amen. We agree. With God, nothing is impossible. When you invite him into the center of your life, hey, his redemptive power moves on our behalf and his, yeah, we become spirit-led people, spirit-filled and spirit-led people. Thank you so much for being vulnerable and for being brave and to doing all that you've done and investing in each other and your family and look at the fruit. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. This year. Yes. Pardon? 27 years married this year. Come on. Yes. Wow. Wow. 
So fantastic. Thank you for sharing your story and for giving us your time. And guys, thank you for giving us your time today. And we pray that you have the most brilliant week. And if you are experiencing challenges in your relationship, that this will be the week that you will get breakthrough. Look forward to being with you again next Monday. God bless. Two years ago, Jesus spoke to me and he said, if I would create a space for him, he would come. And so I did. And what he has done in the last two years is absolutely incredible. He birthed what is now known as the International Mentoring Community. Every week, myself, along with other international guest speakers, come on live and they pour in God's love and revelation straight from their heart, from their own relationship with Jesus into you. There is an activation anointing on my life. And so every single week, as we come together at the feet of Jesus, I have an environment in which I can impart this anointing onto you. This is a supernatural mentoring community and I do not want anyone to miss out. He is healing us. He's setting us free. He never ever misses a week with us. His presence is so strong among us. He wants to do the same for you. He wants to heal you. He wants to set you free. He wants to take you into deeper experiences with him than you thought was even possible. We are gathering at the feet of Jesus by his personal invitation. So I want to personally invite you now to come and join us and sit at his feet with us.